Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Wednesday the 13th of July. And for the day, the index closed up 15.3 points or 0.23% to 6,621.6, which was the high of the day. We had a low of 6584.1. So once again, a very narrow range and very low volumes again as we await that crucial CPI number from the US tonight. 8.8% is the number you'll be looking for, but also very important, the core CPI, which is where the US Federal Reserve will be looking. We opened at 6595.1, but we did mill about for most of the day before a little bit of a late surge in the last half an hour or so, pushing us up that 15 points. In terms of the stocks and sectors today, uh, the big banks firmed with the big bank basket up to 165.67, which was up 0.7%. Commonwealth Bank leading the charge up 1.1%. NAB up 1.1%. ANZ, though, 1.2% easier as it confirmed it was looking to buy MYOB. Westpac was up 0.3%. Macquarie having a good day in the sun, up 2.2%. But insurers not doing too much. We saw IAG falling 1.1%. And QBE pretty much unchanged. Suncorp unchanged as well. ASX doing slightly better, up 0.65%. And even Magellan uh, managed a rise today of 2.9%. So, a little bit of strength in those financials, as there was in some of the healthcare stocks. CSL continued to trundle higher, 0.38% better, uh, but the rest of the sector pretty much stagnant, not doing too much. Just a little bit of easing. ResMed down 0.6 and Sonic down 0.4%. Looking across at the industrial sector today, we had better news and better prices for West Farmers up 1.2%. Uh, we had Aristocrat up 0.81%. And Domino's Pizza doing well, not so stuffed crust today. Up 3.3% must be because State of Origin is on tonight. New South Wales and Queensland have been bombarded with emails offering me free pizza, or at least pretty cheap pizza tonight. Uh, Real Estate Investment Trust, REITs, Goodman Group doing well, up 2.4%, but not much else happening in that sector. Qantas having a good day today, up 4.3% on the back of that fall in the crude price. Interestingly as well, Heathrow Airport has <laughs> ensured that there won't be any more than 100,000 passengers through the airport a day, and they have told airlines to stop selling tickets as they can't handle the capacity at Heathrow. They just haven't got the staff to handle all the capacity. In other industrials today, we had Brambles up 1.4%, Telstra doing okay, up 1%. And looking across at the tech sector, slightly better, we have the all-tech index up 1.4%. WiseTech doing well up 1.3%. Zero, 1.3% better. And we had even the likes of Technology One bouncing back from yesterday's loss up 2.7% there. So good news there. But unfortunately, the resource sector, a little bit mixed today. And we saw falls in the iron ore stocks. We had BHP down 1.4%, Rio down 1.4%, Fortescue bucking the trend up 0.6%, Gold Miners not doing too much at all, a bit of a mixed session for them, Newcrest down one2 Northern Star up 1.8%, 
South 32 still struggling a little bit, down 1.4, but a bit better news in some of the lithium plays. Pilbara was up 5.4%, IGO up 1.1%, and we also saw Alchem up 1.3% with the likes of Chalice doing well, up 3.7%, and Vulcan up 7.1% today. Oil and gas stocks a bit depressed, Woodside down 2.9%, Santos down one3 Coal still doing well. Merry old coal. We had Whitehaven coal up 4.5%. And we saw No Hope uh, NHC up 3.1% today. So a little bit of interest still swirling around in that coal sector, which continues to push ever higher while the rest of the commodity complex pushes ever lower. In corporate news today, we had an update from Kathmandu which is obviously benefiting from the miserable wet weather in New South Wales, rose 0.5% on the update. Chalice was up 3.7% on on identifying new nickel, copper and palladium gold equivalent targets at Thor. And we also saw today in economic news, the big news was the the Reserve Bank, not the Royal Bank, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand went hard again, another 50 basis point rise bringing it up to 2.5%. Asian markets better across the board, and it was the first day of trade for Tangjing, the lithium company in Hong Kong, which fell 11% on debut before rallying back to be around 3% lower as we speak. 10-year yields easing slightly back to 3.37%. So in the winners for Grinner's circle today, on the podium with the champagne popping corks was Pepper Money. Interesting one there, but volume was pathetic. 50,000 shares. 15.2% better. PPM, the stock code. SG Fleet, another winner today. SGF, the stock code, up 7.8%. But again, minuscule volume, 12,000 shares. Megaport doing better, 7.3% better. MP1 on 1.3 million shares. Vulcan Energy, VUL. Up 7.1%, 585,000 shares. Main Pharma, MYX, up 6.6%. MIR, Mirror Booker, was up 6.3%. They announced their results today, which were better than expected. And Baby Bunting, also up 5.7% today. BBN, as well as PointsBet, PBH, up 5.4%. In the naughty corner today, sitting on the naughty step, well and truly, was PL8, Plato Income Maximizer. That was down uh, 4.2% today. They announced their NTA, which came in at um, post-tax um, 1.03, $1.03. Stock fell to $1.15. Woodside Energy also falling today. One of the biggest losers, down 2.9%. Viva Energy, also one of the biggest losers, down 2.9%. 29 Metals, 29M, down uh, 2.7%. And Illumina, down 2.4% to $1.40 there. Platinum Asset Management, which had its funds under management released last night, fell 2.3%. And Infomedia, down 2.2% today. Positive sectors today, we had the banks, we had healthcare, but only really... CSL, the industrials, lithium, coal stocks doing better. On the negative side of things, iron ore and oil and gas not doing so well today. We did have that very tight range today, 
38 point range and a late surge into the close. Big Bank Basket, $165.67, 0 0.7% up. The Alltech Index up 1.4%. Gold, lower, 25.49, mainly on the back of a slightly stronger Aussie dollar. Uh, Bitcoin lower at 19,466. The Aussie steady at 67.68. 10-year yields falling to 3.37. Japan up 0.4. China up 0.4. Hong Kong up 0.7. And currently we have Dow Futures. Dow Futures up 37 points as we speak. And we also have NASDAQ Futures slightly better as well. Just coming up on my screen now. The NASDAQ Futures up 20 points. So a little bit of positivity there creeping in. Uh, European markets pointing to a slightly weaker opening, but they did have a slightly better day yesterday. So they will take into account the U.S. market fall last night and a slightly weaker opening today. Major movers today, we had the Vulcan doing well, up 7.1% VUL. That volatility continuing. Also volatility continuing in MP1, Megaport, which recently hired some new corporate advisors as they are worried that the big fall in share price leaves them prone to a takeover bid. BBN, baby bunting, rose 5.7% after it gave advance notice of results. Why is this significant? Well, this is a chance, giving the advance notice, for a company to make some downgrades or even upgrades, or at least guide the analyst to a slightly different number to the one they have in. So the fact that they made an announcement, and it was a benign announcement, means that the chance has been lost, and maybe they are not going to announce anything bad, hence the rise in the stock price of 5.7%. Whitehaven also doing well. Old King Cole remains a merry old soul, 4.5% better. M7T, which is Mac 7, uh, which is a medical imaging company, 10.6% better. They gave us an update on their patent litigation. And RHY, Rhythm Biosciences, RHY, we featured it this morning on the call on Osbiz, rose 10.5% before you all get carried away. They were up 10% before we even made any comments on Ausbiz today. TWP, which is Temple and Webster, up 10.7% today. Uh, not huge volume, but uh, I guess the Temple and Webster shareholders will take that after the fall from grace. Hard to believe that it was in August last year that stock was $14.71, and here we are at $3.29. BBC, which is not the British Broadcasting Corporation, is Bank, BNK Bank Corp, was up 7.9% today to 105.5 cents. They had a trading update and a dividend announcement. PL8, one of the losers today, that is Plato, they had their NTA out. And AAC, Australian Agriculture, which has been on a bit of a massive tear. These are the beef barons, uh, they hit a high of nearly $2.40, back down to 185 in the last couple of weeks, down 1.9% today. AIS, also uh, today, they were down nearly 12%. They are trading as AISDB. So that is quoted as they reconstructed. So just bear that in mind, down 5.5 cents. They did have a production upgrade as well today. And WSP, which is Whisper, uh, was also easier today. They have been quite volatile recently, 
down 7.6%. Speculative stock of the day, well, there weren't too many once again. Uh, the speculative end of the market really is uh, stuck at the moment. Very little volume, very little appetite for risk. But the only one I could find, 88E, which was up nearly 27.3% to a massive 1.4 cents. It did trade, though, 135 million shares. So that is something, but no announcements on that one at all. At least not in the last week or so. In the news today, KMD Brands, which used to be called Katmandu, still is, uh, expects total sales for the full year to be between 995 million to 965 million, and forecast underlying EBITDA to be between 88 to 94 million. In FY21, sales were 922, and underlying EBITDA was 113.3. Qantas has removed the COVID vaccination requirements for international travellers from July the 19th. And KKR is understood to be in advanced talks to sell MYOB to ANZ with a price tag of around $4 billion. Linus, Rare Earths today. Also, they're seeing increased interest from countries looking to replace dependence on China. Stock was up 1.6%. Mirabuka has announced MIR, the stock code there, has announced a full-year profit of $6.7 million, up 4.4% from this time last year. And in block trade news, TPG, the three largest shareholders from the uh, the recent deal were Hutchinson, Vodafone and David Teo, now free to sell as much stock as they want, with shares out of escrow on the two-year anniversary of the deal between TPG and Vodafone. In economic news today, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand has become the first developed central bank to lift its cash rate above what they call a neutral level. I'm not sure I would call it a neutral level, but the economists do. They lifted it 50 basis points to 2.5%. The neutral level being seen as around 2% or above that 2% target that most central banks seem to have in their playbook. And in Asian markets, the Bank of Korea has upped rates by 50 basis points as well as an attempt to head off the curve on the uh, inflation, which is running at a 23-year high in Korea. In Europe, a few numbers coming out early. We did see the US CPI number tonight. 8.8% is the forecast. There is even some fake US inflation reports circulating a day before. But core inflation, which is the one that excludes petrol and food, is expected to go from 6% in May to 5.7%, which would be the third month of slowing, which would be good news and may mean the Federal Reserve talks a little bit more dovish down the track. President Biden is arriving in the Middle East, talking Israel and talking to Saudi Arabia about increasing oil production. And Heathrow has told airlines to stop selling tickets for flights this summer. It has capped the number of departures at 100,000 people. Given the state of the UK economy, no wonder people want to leave the place. And New York judge has frozen the assets of Three Arrows Capital, the crypto fund founders. We did also see some German CPI and some UK GDP numbers out this morning as well, which weren't quite as bad as some had been hoping for or fearing. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening and hopefully the CPI number will entice a few more players back into this market one way or the other.